When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Episode 65, Monica Louie. Hey Chainers, and welcome to another edition of Chain of Wealth. I'm your host, Dennis O'Brien. And I'm Katie Welsh. Alright Katie, so today we don't really have a personal finance guest. Well, she is, but she's no longer. Okay. So today we're hanging out with Monica, sadly you're not actually in the actual interview. Unfortunately, no. you had to be at your second job. Yeah, that second job is really cramping my style a little bit. But Yeah, it's it helps save up. It helps make some extra money. So, you know. Yeah, it's worth it. And yeah. it's, I mean, kind of fun, I guess. Yeah, I mean, you, you get to meet new people and stuff. Okay. Yeah, so. <laughs> and it is funding our trip to South Africa. It is. So that definitely helps. Christmas. So yes. instead of having to take money out of our savings or kind of... Just kind of like additional side hustle money. Yeah. Yeah. So that definitely helps. Definitely. Yeah. So today's episode, we're chatting with Monica. Well, who, you're chatting with well, Monica. I'm chatting with Monica. So <laughs> what did you guys talk about? She runs a fantastic Facebook coaching group. So Monica is literally the go-to person if you're interested in Facebook ads. She's really, really good. And she comes from a personal finance background in terms of she had her own blog and she decided that wasn't really her passion and she decided to pursue something else. Well, and she also paid off like a ton of yeah, debt. Yeah, like, she did. Holy smokes. Yeah, so she's been in the trenches and a lot of like personal finance bloggers will definitely find this episode very helpful. You know, because it's Monica's definitely someone you can relate to as another blogger. Definitely. And you have also taken the course. I have. And we've really upped our game a bit and we're getting a ton of more traffic. So thank you, Monica. For <laughs> cheaper too, right? Yes, for way cheaper. And that's definitely the goal. Yeah. So are you ready to dive in? Yeah, let's do it. Welcome to Chain of Wealth. Here's your host, Dennis, inspiring you to begin your journey of financial freedom. Chainers, and welcome to another edition of Chain of Wealth. Today we have Monica Louis with us. Monica is a Facebook ads coach who has worked with dozens of entrepreneurs and some of the biggest names in the online space. She helps people who are looking to increase their sales, grow their online traffic and businesses through targeted Facebook ads. Monica also has an amazing debt payoff story tackling over $120,000 in two years with her husband on a single middle-class income. To document her journey, she had originally had a personal finance blog, which she has now sold off to pursue her new business and online course called Flourish with Facebook Ads, which Chain of Wealth has recently joined. So welcome, Monica. Well, thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. We're super excited to have you on the show. So let's dive right into probably the most important question I'm going to ask you on the show. What is an embarrassing story about you that nobody else knows? Oh my gosh. Um, 
Well, I try not to have too many of those, <laughs> uh, but I guess um, an embarrassing story that comes to mind uh, goes all the way back to the sixth grade when I was running for vice president. And so I, I had run um, previously in previous years, I was the secretary and, and won that in fifth grade. And so I like to do something a little different than just get up and, you know, tell everybody in the school why they should vote for me. So the, uh, not, or the election, I guess, uh, ran right before Christmas. And so I got up there and I did a little song and dance where I sang Feliz Navidad. And you know, that song, I want to wish you a Merry Christmas. Yep. <laughs> so I sang that in front of the whole school and, um, then I found out later that I can't really carry a tune. Like I like to sing and dance, but <laughs> singing is not my forte. So looking back, that's a little embarrassing, but I ended up winning the vice president, you know, winning vice president. So that's what I was going for. So I guess it worked. I guess nobody mind that I couldn't carry a tune, but it's a little embarrassing to think about now. <laughs> you managed to create yourself a purple cow. <laughs> Something a little yes. bit different. People haven't really heard it or seen it before. <laughs> Yes, luckily I don't think anybody like ran out of the building, but anyway, it worked out. <laughs> That's awesome. So let's chat a little bit about your debt hell story. So $120,000. That's insane. <laughs> it's a lot of money. That's absolutely crazy. So what motivated you to tackle the debt and quite so aggressively? And did you have like a strategy to knock it out? Yes. So we started our debt, uh, debt-free journey back in the summer of 2013. And at that point we were going through a transition. So, um, we had two, well, actually we had one, um, almost two year old. And then I was pregnant with our daughter at the time. And, um, we were both, my husband and I were both working, but ever since I got pregnant with my son, I really wanted to be able to stay at home to spend more time with them. My job was very demanding and I knew that I would have limited time, you know, with my baby. And so we ended up, it took a little while, but we ended up transitioning me to working part-time. I did that for a year. And then in May of 2013, I was able to leave my job fully and stay at home. We had built up some savings and we knew we were going to have to watch the numbers. Um, but we, my husband had gotten a promotion and we saw that, you know, the numbers were aligning that we think we can make this work. So in May of 2013, I came home. And then by the end of June, we saw that savings that we had just start to decrease ever so slightly. And it really made us nervous because this was, you know, just a few years after the recession and we felt very vulnerable voluntarily going from two incomes down to one. And so I decided that it's so my background and my corporate life was in finance. And so I decided, well, I'm going to take what I know and I'm going to dive into the personal finance world and I'm going to learn like, how do people do this? I know people survive on a single income. How do they do it? And so through that, uh, is where I came across all these, you know, not only just we're living fine on a single income stories, but we are paying off massive amounts of debt and becoming debt free in a really short amount of time. And that was something that we always kind of envisioned for ourselves that as our income grew over the years, we wanted to pay off our mortgage early and we didn't really like debt. But so once I started hearing that there were people, you know, 
like families just like ours who were paying off massive amounts of debt really quickly, um, you know, and they weren't waiting until later in life to pay it off. uh, Then that is what gave, you know, opened my eyes to this. We can make this a possibility now. We don't need to just try and stay afloat. We could really, if we're strategic and smart about this, um, we can really make a huge dent in this debt right now. And so um, my husband, who's the more frugal one in the relationship, really just right away loved the idea. So um, we created our plan. And um, by August of 2013, we officially started our budget and tracking all our spending and everything. And um, then by August of 2015, we had paid off $120,000 of debt. So we, um, our initial goal was to pay off all of our debt, including our mortgage by the time we turned 40. And so now we're down to just our mortgage and we are paying that off aggressively so that we can meet that goal, but we're hoping to do it much sooner. So we're still on the path of getting out of debt, but yeah, we knew that with that big goal. Um, so all of our debt at the time, w- including our mortgage was $320,000 of debt. And so we knew that with a big goal like that, like we didn't really crunch the numbers to figure out if it was realistic for us or not, but we just knew that other people were doing it. And so we had to make big progress really fast in order to keep the momentum going in order to give us, you know, give ourselves a shot at actually hitting this goal. And so we just, I mean, started selling things left and right. My husband sold his car and then we bought it like a cheaper car and we sold big things. We sold little things. We did garage sales. Um, My husband took any overtime opportunity at work that he could, including um, traveling to another state while we had two little ones. Um, My daughter was just a baby, but at that point when he had that opportunity, so he went for a month and a half to another state and left me home. But during that time, he hustled and worked double shifts. And so we just, you know, all of that together and me watching our spending and, you know, trying to cut costs where we could and making sure that every extra dollar that came in went towards the debt. That's how we did it. (laughs) It's amazing how it's such a lifestyle change that you end up making. And that compounding effect over such a long period of time, if you consider your whole life in like totality, it's huge. And by trying to get ahead at an early age, you're literally saving hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yes. Yes. And that's what we're really excited about. I mean, that was one of the key motivators too, is just thinking about how much were we spending in our debt payments every single month with our student loans. And we had a home equity line of credit and we had our mortgage. And if all of that was gone, then what would that allow us to do? And so that's really been the motivator. Um, Plus also we like that we are, you know, setting a good example um, for our kids and teaching them how to be wise with money as they grow up too. That's so important to set those sort of principles from an early age. I think that it's something that's really like missing in a lot of homes today. I know it was largely missing in my home, same as Katie. Parents don't talk about money with kids. I don't know why it's such a like almost sensitive topic. They don't like to, you know, say, hey, this is what we're doing. This is why we're doing it. And this is why you should do it too when you're faced with a similar circumstance. Right, right. It's important to have those conversations so that they learn, you know, what goes into making a wise decision about money and how you decide to spend your money and where money comes from. And, you know, and so we're having those conversations. Our kids are now older. Well, 
not super old, they're six and four now. So we're able to start having those conversations and, you know, they're, you know, getting money, you know, on their own. And so then we talk to them about spending it and saving it. And, you know, once you spend it, then, you know, you can decide to spend it now or you can decide to save it and then have it have more later, you know, for another opportunity. So anyway, we're having those conversations now. So it's fun. That's so exciting. So you had the personal finance blog. When did you actually sell it? Yes. So I sold it in the fall of 2016. Okay, cool. And were you sad to let it go? I know a lot of personal finance bloggers get very attached to their blogs. (laughs) Yeah, well, for me, it was um, kind of a natural progression in that I was feeling this this shift within myself. So when I first started, uh, it was all about, you know, our debt-free story. And I wanted to encourage others to get out of debt. And I still feel, obviously you can probably hear it. I feel very passionate about that and very, you know, proud of our story. And I feel like, you know, if you put your mind to it, you can make it happen. Um, but with that, I wanted to expand and through 2016, I started to, um, have these freelance opportunities and consulting opportunities where I was helping, other business owners in the online space, you know, with projects to grow their businesses. And I really liked that role. And so I, by the end of 2016, I was feeling this urge that I wanted to be a business coach or something like that. And I, you know, I found that all the podcasts I was listening to were all like, you know, online marketing strategies and the books I was reading were all about, you know, business and marketing. And so I really felt like that was the direction I was being pulled to. And so I ended up um, having some uh, very clear conversations when I attended FinCon uh, back in 2016 for the first time, Um, just different conversations there where I was feeling kind of at this like pivotal moment of, you know, should I transition away from the blog or should I um, keep, you know, going with it? Am I really ready to make that kind of transition and to become like a business coach type thing, you know? And so everybody that I spoke to um, encouraged me to just really follow where my heart was taking me, follow what I really wanted to do. And so I came home from FinCon um, deciding that I was going to make a transition And, uh, then by, I think the next week I had an offer for my blog and it just kind of worked out naturally. And then people started coming to me. I mean, just at the same moment, people started reaching out to me for help with their Facebook ads. And so then that's when I realized that I could niche down into helping people with their Facebook ads because then we were having great success. So it just all kind of like happened naturally. And I feel like it was the the best move um, because I was able to sell the blog and that is still living on. Um, but I mean, my business has completely taken off since making that transition. So, and it's been a lot of fun too. It almost sounds as though it was like a calling, you know, you kind of had this in- little area that you found and it piqued your interest and you, you knew that that was what you wanted to do and all the sort of stars aligned. Yeah, that's exactly how it feels. And that's exactly how it felt at that time, too, that just all of a sudden, you know, as I kind of put myself out there and I didn't really like announce it or anything, but just as I made the shift in my own mind that I was going to 
you know, go in this direction, that's when just people in my network started reaching out and I ended up helping them with their Facebook ads. And then, and I just, even before the Facebook ad thing kind of came up, I realized that I needed to be more specific and niche down rather than just being a business coach. And, but I really didn't know what that would look like. And then once I started helping people with their Facebook ads and we were getting amazing results and I was having so much fun and still am having so much fun, you know, helping them and doing that, that it just felt like, okay, now I'm confident this is the path that I need to go down. That's so awesome. So chatting a little bit about Facebook, I know that they've been in the news a huge amount lately, a lot of uh, controversial controversial stuff with uh, Cambridge Analytica. Um, so more recently, Mark Zuckerberg has appeared before Congress to answer mm-hmm. a whole bunch of questions. What did you think about that? Um, I, well... I like to look for the good in everyone. And I think that most people have good intentions, including Facebook. And, you know, people like to pick on them because they're so huge um, and they've grown so quickly. And, you know, this, this, um, you know, boy in the dorm room, you know, created this massive thing that now takes over our lives. Um, I think that Facebook is, you know, learning through from this experience. And I think that obviously there are going to be a lot of changes. Um, But I think that for the most part, um, there will likely be, you know, good changes with this. Uh, And I do really feel that people have good intentions. So that's the way that I like to look at things. Um, You know, when it comes to Facebook ads and just Facebook in general, is that I really do feel like they're trying to build something that is for the people. Uh, And so I, that, I guess that's just how I feel is that I I always try to look for the good. (laughs) Definitely. Yeah. And I think like, from Mark's perspective, he could have taken the easy route and said, well, I've made billions of dollars. Like I can just tap out and sell at this point. Right. And, and instead of doing that, he's sort of taken the bull by its horns and said, this is my baby and I'm going to be accountable and I will make it right. Which I, I really appreciate that, that that's a, a characteristic that I think a lot of people, they like to think that they have, but when when you're actually in that position, can you actually demonstrate is, is another question altogether. Right. And he definitely like kept his cool through the long, you know, hearing. And so um, you got to give him props for that and respect <laughs> that. <laughs> and some of those really frustrating questions. <laughs> yeah. Yes, that's true. So for our listeners that don't know, let's chat about what exactly a Facebook ad is and how could people use it? Sure. So a Facebook ad, well, most of the time when we think of Facebook ads, we think of the sponsored post that comes through our newsfeed. And so it'll look like a typical post, but right under the name of the page that is promoting it, it'll say sponsored. And so that's how you know, or it can also say paid, but that's how you know that, um, that it is a Facebook ad that somebody has put money behind to make sure that you see. And so as far as how people can use them, really they're the intention for is for publishers, um, business owners uh, to use them in order to reach out to their target audience on Facebook. So Facebook has over 2 billion active users. And so that means that for most business owners, their audience is likely on Facebook. 
you know, and even the older demographic more and more is showing up on Facebook. And so really, I haven't come across a business yet where, you know, we decided that Facebook really wasn't the right platform for them. So um, with Facebook, with our business pages, especially with all these changes, um, uh, our posts that we post on our Facebook page get very limited reach these days. And so it really has, I mean, this has been the trend over the past few years, but even more so now it is a pay to play type platform for advertisers. And so we can create these ads that are structured in a way to spread our message or share our offers with the people who are more likely to be interested in them through Facebook's advertising tools. Fantastic. So you're initially just a coach. I'm guessing that was kind of like a one-on-one sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's how I started with coaching. And then you decided to make a online course that people can take to sort of teach them what you know. Yes. Okay, great. So um, let's chat a little bit about the course. What exactly do you go through and how do you teach people to create Facebook ads? Yes. So the course um, came about because as as my business grew organically through just word of mouth and referral, um, I felt that my time was getting more and more limited. And I was very, you know, I was limiting myself with just offering the private coaching that is, you know, on a one-on-one aspect with my clients. And so I knew that it was time in the summer of 2017, just last year, that I needed to create a product where I could help more people at a lower price point and they could still, you know, learn everything I know about Facebook ads, but I can organize it in a way that they can do it, um, you know, on their own time. It doesn't involve as much as my time, um, but it's worked out really well. And so right off the bat, we launched it in September of 2017 and we have a great group in there. and. Um, so through the course, it's a six module course and the first module, I lay out the foundation of Facebook. So, you know, if you want to understand the basics of Facebook ads, that's, um, that's what it goes through. And then module two is all about strategy. And that's a key thing that a lot of people are missing when it comes to Facebook ads is, you know, they're quick to hit the boost post button, um, just because Facebook says it's a good idea and that may or may not be the case. And so we talk about, you know, what are the strategies that you can use Facebook ads for in your business? And it's specifically created for online business owners. So bloggers, coaches, online experts in that respect. And then we go through creating audiences and how to target to find the right people on Facebook. Uh, And then we go through, you know, the ad structure. So there's um, really a lot of uh, strategy that goes into writing the ad and choosing the ad image or creating the video and creating, writing the headline and the ad copy. So all of that will help increase your conversions and lower your costs. And then we go through, you know, how do you actually set it up in the ads manager? How, you know, what do all those buttons and options mean? And then, you know, after you get your ad running, then we go through optimizing it. So testing and tweaking so that you can continue to lower costs and in, increase results. Fantastic. So can I be very, very rude and ask you two tips? <laughs> sure. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to break it down. I'm going to ask one at a time. So firstly, for people that are interested in Facebook ads, but have never used them, 
what could you recommend that they do to kind of get their feet wet? Uh, I would start being aware of the ads that are coming through your own newsfeed and, you know, what or even just the posts, what catches your eye about those posts or ads? You know, what makes you want to actually click through? And if you find yourself clicking through and, you know, reading a blog post or clicking through and opting in to a free offer that comes through your newsfeed, you know, what about that ad or that offer? made you, you know, take that action and then just be, start being very aware of what is triggering you and then think about how you can use that in your ad strategy. So, you know, what is your goal of using ads for? There are a lot of different things that you can use ads for. So be very clear on what you can use um, about, you know, designing your first campaign and the goal in mind that you have for that. Awesome. And the second part for someone that's used Facebook ads a bit, but they've had little to no success. They see that there's huge costs on day one and they give up because they're very frustrated. What would you recommend that they do? Well, understand that testing is part of the process. And so usually, I mean, a lot of people... A lot of people give up, unfortunately, too quickly because they do see that the costs are high, but that is typical. The algorithm is there. It's very sophisticated, but it is there to help you try and improve your results. But it takes some time to learn who is going to you know, take that action that you want people to take with your ad. So I always give my ads a, at least two or three days before I start turning things off or testing different variations. Um, so you need to understand that the algorithm needs some time. So give it at least three days. Um, but then also um, uh, don't be afraid to test. So there will be with all my clients that have success with Facebook ads, um, they understand that testing is part of the process. So that's going to take some upfront capital and investment to try a few different things to figure out what works. But I have never come across a business where Facebook ads just don't work. So if you have a strategy in mind and you really feel like Facebook ads can help you achieve that strategy, then keep going at it. Maybe get a second pair of eyes on your ads, you know, if it's really not working, but keep going, keep testing and tweaking things because eventually you're going to hit on the strategy that works. Awesome. And as someone that's actually been through your course, I can say that Monica knows exactly what's going on when it comes to Facebook ads. Could you maybe talk a little bit about some of the success, some of the successes that you or some of your clients have recently had? Sure. So um, one of my clients, we've been running an ad to her quiz um, for nearly a year now. We started last spring and for the long term, this campaign has been growing her email list. She's added over 10,000 email subscribers at an average cost of 41 cents per subscriber when normally um, an email subscriber can cost anywhere from one to three dollars or more in some cases. Uh, so 41 cents is pretty, pretty phenomenal. And then a lot of my clients and students, uh, they've gotten traffic campaigns as low as three cents lately. Um, generally, traffic campaigns for my clients run three to seven cents. Um, but several clients and students have gotten uh, gotten their traffic campaigns down to three cents per click, which means that they're driving traffic to their blog post um, for only three cents. So super cheap traffic. 
I've got another client who we are promoting his software product and we've been spending um, $23 per conversion for his $100 product. So that's a really nice ROI uh, that he's realizing. And then I have another client that we did a retargeting campaign um, to sell his um, his online course that was around $300. And so just over a weekend, it was just a short time frame. But we created a campaign where he spent less than $300 to get 29 sales. So we made over 7,000 that, that weekend um, from a less than $300 ad spend. That's absolutely incredible results. I'm sure a lot of people that may have tried Facebook ads know that it, it can be very difficult to get those sort of conversion rates as high as what you've managed to get them. So yeah, definitely check out Monica's course if you guys are interested. <laughs> oh, thank you. Chainers, we're just going to take a quick break and then we'll dive right back into the value link round. Chainers, if you're looking to take your Facebook ads to the next level, we've got your back. Head over to monicalouis.com forward slash Chainers and there you'll be able to sign up for Monica's course, Flourish with Facebook Ads. You'll also get a $50 discount if you use that link. So definitely head over to monicalouis.com slash chainers. The course is absolutely fantastic, filled with loads of goodies. And if you have any kind of a blog or anything like that, this is definitely the Facebook course that you want to take. So Monica, why do you think people struggle to achieve their dreams? Oh, I think a big reason is mindset and self-doubt. And this is something that I've been working on for myself um, is, you know, just really realizing that it is possible. Anything you put your mind to, you can make happen. And so I've learned that, you know, through my debt-free story and then now growing my business and I have big dreams, but just believing that you can make it happen is a big key to the puzzle. Do you have any other books or podcasts you could recommend? Oh yes. I love books and I love podcasts. (laughs) Awesome. (laughs) so the Smart Passive Passive Income podcast that I learned so much from that podcast. Um, it's a great podcast. Um, do you even blog a podcast? I know you had Pete on a recent episode yep. and Pete is a good friend and I love his podcast. Really great questions, really great guests. Um, so check that one out. And then for Mindset, uh, Mind Your Business podcast with James Wedmore. I really like that one. And anytime I feel like I just need to, you know, lift my mood or, or refocus and feel confident in myself and my business again, I listen to that podcast. Uh, and then as far as books go, You Are a Badass at Making Money by Jen uh, Sincero is an amazing book. It's very um, entertaining. She keeps you captivated throughout the entire book, but really it can help you with your mindset about money and making more money specifically. Awesome. Do you have a favorite quote? Yes. Uh, This is something that I remember, and this is something that I really kept in mind as we were starting our debt-free journey that just seemed like this huge, overwhelming goal. Um, So this is a quote by Earl Nightingale. It says, never give up on a dream just because of the time it will take to accomplish it. The time will pass anyway. So I like to keep that in mind as I'm working toward a goal that just feels like it's, you know, so far off and never ending that the time is going to pass anyway. And I'd rather be moving towards something and working to accomplish something than just letting the time pass. Time definitely does have a way of slipping away. So 
And also like nothing happens overnight anymore. You know, like a lot of people are used to this world of instant gratification, but anything that's actually worth getting normally takes a considerable amount of time to get. <laughs> that's true. And, and so you've got to keep yourself motivated. And this quote helps me, you know, stay on track with that. The time is going to pass anyway. I'd rather be, you know, improving, whether it's my financial situation or my health or whatever, I'd rather be, you know, working um, to improve it uh, than, you know, going the other direction. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> Monica, we've absolutely loved hanging out with you today. What is the best piece of advice that anyone's ever given you? Or do you have any other last parting piece of advice for our listeners? And then we'll say goodbye. Sure. So the best advice I've ever gotten uh, was when I attended FinCon back in 2016. And I had very or four very distinct conversations with four different people uh, that encouraged me to make the transition um, into what I really wanted to do, even though I didn't feel ready yet. And so even if you find yourself there in that place where you have a big goal or you have a big dream that you want to achieve, but you just don't feel ready yet, start pushing yourself to take those steps that can help you achieve that goal. And the more you push yourself outside of your comfort zone, then the more you know, quote unquote, ready, you will feel it won't seem as scary anymore. Um, once you just start making progress toward that goal. Chain, as we've been hanging out with Monica Louie, she's a Facebook ads coach. You can check out her website at monicalouie.com. And if you're trying to get your business to the next level, I can't tell you how much of a difference she can make. So definitely check out her site. Chainers, we've absolutely loved hanging out with you today. Yeah. Thanks for that, Katie. <laughs> Anything I can do to help. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you want to continue the conversation, follow us on Twitter, give us a shout out, and we will catch you on the... Don't forget to follow us at Chainerwolf. Oh. Flip side. <laughs> <laughs>